You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian. Now put fintech, payments, and affiliate marketing all together, and you get a company called Faith. Now founded in 2015, Faith prides itself as Southeast Asia's fastest growing platform that allows users to pay using QR codes and receive cashbacks on their digital transactions. Other firm also allows users to buy and redeem restaurant deals travel and activity offers using its apps and even provide e-cards to customers to save on their purchases. So far, the firm operates in 35 cities across Malaysia, Singapore and India with over 40,000 retailers and merchants, 800,000 monthly active users and 20 million annual transactions. But which is really the biggest money-making revenue stream and geographical market for Faith? And with Southeast Asia's digital economy tipped to see gross merchandise value hit 1 trillion US dollars by 2030, what opportunities lie ahead for the firm? Now, meanwhile, Faith is also seeing a number of exciting developments. For instance, it had in November last year said it was taking part in the Singapore Quick Response Code or SGQR Plus Proof of Concept led by the Monetary Authority of Singapore. The initiative aims to enhance interoperability between merchants and QR payment apps. But what does Faith's participation mean when it comes to the dollar and sense. Well, a lot of questions. And let's speak to uh, Haley Pang, Head of Strategic Partnerships at Faith. She joins me in studio. Uh, Haley, welcome. Hi, very nice to meet you. Uh, great to have you on board. And uh, Haley, we've briefly talked about Faith as this fintech firm that allows users to pay using QR codes and thereafter receive cashbacks. But having bought over Groupon, I believe the firm also allows users to buy and redeem restaurant deals and activities. So let's hear from you. How would you then describe the products and services you provide and your value proposition? Yeah, indeed. Um, maybe how I would structure the response would be to look at the value proposition from two main sets of users because mm. we really serve two main groups of users. The first would be merchants and the second would be consumers. So on the merchants front, what we really want to do is to be able to help them grow their businesses and how we do so is through a few uh, different means. Uh, different means. Number one, through payments, we help our merchants to process digital payments, be it card transactions or uh, wallet payments. The second thing is also we help our merchants to structure their deals and e-cards. And what we do so very differently mm. is we think about how can we help these merchants to bring customers and also to earn from these customers continuously. So it's about driving repeated spends. Mm. That is on the merchant front. Yeah. On the consumer front, what we want to do is to make discover, discovery and the shopping experience mm. uh, a lot more enjoyable and a lot more rewarding. So what I mean by that is we surface your favourite brands a lot more easily through our app. You will be able to see relevant uh, deals, offerings that we know it's personal to your taste, to your liking. And whenever you shop through Faith, you also earn cashback and it's instant cashback that you can enjoy at your next purchase. Mm. Uh, and it is to use for your uh, next transaction with that very same merchant. So mm. you really get to enjoy that kind of rewards through Faith. Mm. And uh, it seems like you serve B2C and B2B from that two buckets that you mentioned. So how would you describe your business model, right? Do you take a cut out of every transaction from the merchants? 
Yeah, so our business model is generally we monetize through the services that we offer to the mm-hmm. merchants. Um, depending on the different services that we offer to those merchants, the the business model works slightly differently. For the payment side of things, it will be a payment processing fee. Uh, if we are to sell deals or e-cuts, then it will be based on commission for every successful sale. Right, so I believe we spoke with Haymax AI just, uh, I believe, last month. And how it works is, I think, they take a cut from the merchants and thereafter part of it goes back to cashbacks. I believe you work in a slightly different way. How does it work then for you guys? Yeah, so for our cashback model, it is actually something that the merchants, mm-hmm. they have the discretion and liberty to decide how much cashback they want to offer to their consumers. And it's a pretty much a close loop back to that same merchant. Mm-hmm. So again, coming back to our mission of always wanting to help our merchants grow their business, mm-hmm. right? So for these different merchants, they can decide whether they want to offer uh, 1% cashback, 5% cashback, 10% mm-hmm. cashback to reward their consumers to come back and use these cashback that they have earned at the same brand, a fave will not be taking the the cashback. It's entirely passed to the consumer. Right. And appreciate if we could get this question sorted out early on in the conversation as well, Haley. Faith present in 25 cities across Malaysia, Singapore and India. And that is after exiting Indonesia in April last year. Now we're looking at 800,000 active monthly users, 20 million annual transactions. Which is then the most important geographical market driving these numbers and the role of Singapore in this regard? Yeah, so um, while we don't normally talk about numbers um, in public, what I can definitely share with you is that um, in Southeast Asia alone, we have over 5.5 million uh, app downloads already. Um, I I can definitely assure you that we have a very strong monthly active user base Um, in terms of exactly the the different markets, right? Which one is is the majority one? We look at Singapore as uh, the main revenue contributor, but we're also seeing a lot of significant growth in Malaysia. In India, we've only launched for about two years, so it needs some time to, to build that up. Now, coming to Singapore, right? Um, Singapore is definitely one of uh, is definitely a very important market yeah. for us uh, not only because it is our main revenue contributor not only because it is a gateway for us to enter into the other ASEAN markets um, I also want to highlight that Faith is part of the Pine Labs organization and Pine Labs is headquartered out of Singapore mm. so for Pine Labs even though it's a head of quarter out of Singapore, a uh, slightly reverse of what we see at Faith is that Pine Labs' dominant market is in India. It has presence globally and APEC, but uh, at Pine Labs, what we want to do is to grow our presence a lot more in APEC, in Middle East and US. So Singapore has a, has a very strategic role to play here because what this means for Faith and Pine Labs collectively is that we will then be able to offer a lot more value to our merchants mm. Uh, in Asia, uh, and and this is why we see Singapore as a very important market for us. Hmm. And on the merchant side of things, uh, Haley, the firm has over 40,000 retailers and merchants on board. Now, just to list some of the big names that you guys have, they include Shell, Marriott, Samsung, Dr. Martens, Subway, Pandora and more. So take us through your merchant base. Is there a particular category that uh, sees more merchants on board perhaps? Yeah, so um, on this question, actually, I would also break it down into the different markets that we are in. So the 
the merchant mix is quite different when you look at Faith Singapore versus Faith uh, India versus Faith Malaysia. We adopt quite a localised merchant strategy over there. So there will be quite a bit of variations that you'll see there. Yeah. But specifically for Singapore, uh, we are present in a few verticals and where we are strongest in would be F&B, mm-hmm. beauty and wellness and retail. This year's focus a lot is also on growing our events vertical, mm-hmm. hospitality and entertainment. Wow. Now that is on the vertical front, but even within these verticals, mm-hmm. we also see quite a mix of um, merchants. It could be enterprises and your SMEs. So, for instance, in Singapore, for FMB, you will have your big names like Mr. Bean, you have Yoshinoya, you have mm. Subway, uh, but you will also see some other SMEs like Toto Hot Pot, mm. uh, you have Toby's Estate, you will yeah. also see um, some of the, the hawker, hawker food establishments mm-hmm. within your neighbourhood. Uh, those are... The, we So, generally, we do serve quite a range of large enterprises yeah. and SMEs across these verticals. Right, okay. And let's take a look at where things are for Faith right now, where financials are concerned, Haley, I believe according to a report uh, by Tech and Asia, Faith saw loss improve by 78% in FY 2023, despite revenue falling about 24% in the same period. Uh, first of all, is this a fair representation of where things are at and uh, what were the reasons behind the improvement in profits? Yeah, so I um, appreciate your interest in, in this. Um, but um, so Faith and Pine Labs, we are a private organization. Yeah. And as a matter of policy, we don't typically disclose or comment about our financials publicly. Um, but I can definitely share a little bit more insights into our yeah. business strategy um, and our operational focus. But maybe just one quick note to point out is that mm. ever since the acquisition by Pine Labs, uh, there may be some adjustments in the revenue and the cost across the different entities within the group. Mm. So of uh, the financial data at an entity level may not Mm. accurately paint the picture. Mm. Um, But I I do want to share with you a little bit more around our business strategy and what we have been focusing Mm. on uh, in the past couple of years and also moving forward. So for us, we are very big on sustainable growth Mm -hmm. and what this means is that we are looking at more uh, at growing more organically in terms of our merchant base Mm. consumer base we are not spending excessive amount when it comes to marketing Mm -hmm. Uh, we are also looking at improving efficiency within the organization um also being a lot more prudent in terms of resource allocation so what all these means is that we are seeing um a huge improvement yeah. in in our losses. Right. So while I can't comment on the financial yes. data, I, I hope this would give you a broader understanding mm. of um, our business strategy and our operational philosophy. Right, indeed. And uh, zooming in on the wider business environment right now, Haley, according to an article by our sister publication, The Business Times, Southeast Asia's digital economy continues to have headroom for growth, with gross merchandise uh, value potentially hitting that one trillion US dollar mark by 2030. How far do you agree with that assessment? What are the key opportunities that lie ahead for FAVE? 
Yes, so definitely the growth of Southeast Asia's digital economy, um, 100% agree with that. Whether it's going to be 1 trillion, 2 trillion, I, I think uh, that, that number is really always up for debate. Um, but directionally, I agree that we are seeing a lot of headroom for growth there. Um, and what this means is two main parts, actually. What are the, what are the trends that we're mm. seeing? What this means for consumers and merchants? And specifically for faith and Pine Labs as an organisation what are the immediate opportunities that we can look into? So in terms of the trends, yeah. um, we at Fave and Pine Labs, I think we are we're huge believers that technological advancements um, will be driving digitalization of merchants' businesses. Mm-hmm. And, and this is something that will not go away. Some of the secular trends um, that, that we think will continue for like the next 10 years would be the, the rise of online shopping and we're already seeing that in Singapore, right? Uh, but we see that there are still a lot of untapped opportunities for offline businesses to adopt a more omni-channel retail approach uh, and we are looking at how we can help our offline businesses to enter into that space. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, a lot of mobile commerce is also happening. Mm-hmm. I think Singapore, we are there is already a huge penetration in terms of smartphone usage, but in the other parts of Southeast Asia, we are also seeing a huge growth there. So in those markets, we are especially in Malaysia where we're operating in currently, we will also expect to see a rise in mobile commerce. Mm. In terms of consumers, actually, Mm. uh, because they are getting a lot more options, uh, competition is a lot more stiff right now. Everybody is competing for the consumer's attention. How can merchants really stand out in front of these consumers? And I Mm. believe that it's really through a lot of personalization, Mm. making the consumers feel like they are that, that these brands are speaking mm-hmm. to them directly. Yeah. So for Faith and Pine Labs, what this means is that out of all these opportunities, all these trends that yes. I mentioned earlier, um, for sure we are going to enhance on our Faith Pay online mm-hmm. product. Um, we have also integrated with Shopify, WooCommerce. So all of these major e-commerce plugins um, are easily available to help that transition from offline to online um, be easier for our for our offline merchants. Mm. We are also going to continuously enhance on our products so mm. that we can offer more personalized offerings to mm. our consumers. Right. And this in turn will benefit our merchants because they want to be speaking to the mm. right target audience. Mm. So what this means is that in the coming months, coming years, uh, you as a consumer, yes. every time you open up the app, you will see more targeted offerings. Your mm. favorite brands will be a lot more discoverable. Um, and we really hope that this will help to drive up the sales for our merchants. Right. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Haley Pang, Head of Strategic Partnerships at Fave. And I do want to talk about partnerships, Haley. You talked about integration, plugins with uh, e-commerce platforms. But aside from that, Fave integrated its payment service, which is Fave Pay, the QR payment service to multiple applications like GrabPay, DBS, PayLa, Google GPay, UOB Tomorrow app. How would you describe the importance of partnerships to faith in expanding your reach and uh, discovery of users as well? Yeah, so partnerships has always been a key part um, and will continue to 
drive up a, uh, will continue to take on quite a key role within our business strategy and our business growth. Um, I think what you mentioned earlier that is uh, with the with the partnership with uh, Google Pay, DBS Paylah, GrabPay, all these are all very strategic partners. And for us, I think what we are if I can just come back to Faith's yeah. mission, which is we are con- continuously looking out for ways to mm. help our merchants grow their business, yeah. right? So uh, for us, we are actually one of the few players out there that are very willing to open up our merchant network mm. to enable other ecosystem players to tap into our merchant network. And it is all about uh, value creation, whether we are able to work something out that is a mutually Mm. beneficial partnership for both parties. Um, So for the specific uh, faith loyalty program, which is where we open Mm. up our merchant network, we are very proud to be partnering with with the names that you've mentioned earlier, DBS Payla, Google Pay, UOB Tomorrow, uh, Mm. and Singtel Dash. And one of the main focus that I have for this year is to continuously be on the lookout Mm. for more of such strategic partners Mm. where we are able to offer our merchants for you uh, in exchange for certain value that I think both parties see meaning in. Mm. Two parts uh, to my follow-up question, Haley. First part, as you talked about, being on the lookout for more partners, who is next on your list is number one. Second part of the question, though, is that a lot of users, they like to, as an end consumer, right, they like to double dip on uh, Faith Pay and your partner organization's uh, reward programs. Yeah. And uh, your partner organization's rewards programs do change from time to time. So how would you assess your reliance and, uh, you know, the impact of such changes to, to faith pay then? Yeah, so on the two questions, uh, let me take your first question first. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a pipeline of some partners that we are currently speaking to already. Um Unfortunately, won't be able to disclose the names of these partners, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm very confident that there will be something exciting lined up hopefully this year that we can share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's on the first question. Mm-hmm. On the second question, which is on the partners' rewards. Yep. So for mm-hmm. Faith, I think one of the value propositions that we have for consumers is that when you pay using Faith Pay, um, be it through your cards, you will be able to earn your miles or whatever cashback that those cards uh, reward you. Or mm. if you are drawing down from other wallets that we integrate with, for instance, with Grab, then you will be able to uh, double dip on that and earn the Grab points. Uh, for us, we are constantly on the lookout for other ways um, to engage with Mm. our consumers beyond all of that. So um, maybe I can share a little bit more about what we have in Mm. app right now, which is called Faith Arcade. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is is a a simple gamification um, tool that we've employed where every transaction that you make as a consumer, you will be given a token to spin the wheel and there'll be more games that we will be Mm -hmm. rolling out in the coming months. So what this means for our consumers is that not only can they enjoy double dipping these rewards but they will also be able to potentially earn uh, potentially win like the next iPhone Xbox etc through these different games 
Mm, so instead of looking at changes to partners' uh, reward programs as a form of business risk, you are looking at enhancing your own in-house reward offerings. Okay, and let's take a look at some recent developments on the partnership front as well, Haley. Starting with Faith taking part in the SGQR Plus proof of concept by the Monetary Authority of Singapore in November last year, I believe the initiative aims to uh, improve or enhance the interoperability between merchants and QR payment apps. Tell us more about that. What is in it for Faith to take part in this program? Yeah, so um, again, coming back to Faith's mission, which is we want to help power our merchants' businesses and we want to be that trusted partner that merchants can mm-hmm. always go to. Uh, so apart from opening our merchant network by by enabling other ecosystem players, we also want to work very closely with the indus- uh, with the regulators. Um, and, and in fact, when SGQR was rolled out in 2018, I believe we were already, um, we already adopted SGQR quite early on in probably 2019 or so Um, and for us it is always about making sure that we are kept aware um, and know comprehensively all of these various initiatives that MES the regulators are rolling out so that we understand the impact uh, the potential impact that it may have on our merchants on our consumers which is why we we also volunteered to take mm. part in the whole SGQR Plus POC so that we can really be there to go through the end-to-end process mm. be the active voice for our merchants and consumers to share the feedback to MAS mm. uh, I believe right now so the, MO, the POC uh, lasted for about a month right yeah. now it is um, it is in the review process and we've also shared our feedback mm. Not exactly sure how that payments landscape will evolve in the coming months or years, mm-hmm. um, but we remain committed to making sure that you know we work very closely with the indust- uh, with the regulators mm-hmm. to ensure a very seamless um, and and safe, reliable payment experience for both the merchants and the consumers. Mm-hmm. And just going back to something we uh, asked in the introduction as well, um, Haley, will that have any tangible uh, dollars and cents impact as at this moment? yet not so much i suppose not so much at, at, at yeah at this juncture because it's just the, the poc yeah. um so n- not really sure how everything will take shape yeah okay yeah. and before we let you go uh, Haley, what are some future plans for faith for the year of 2024 what can we look forward to here in asia or in singapore yeah, so 2024 is super exciting for us. Um, I think we we are our our main strategy will not change that much yeah. for our main offerings um, and in the verticals that we are already dominating, mm. doing very well in. We will continue to cement our foothold over there. What I've also mentioned earlier is that we want to enter and and really grow our presence in the events, hospitality, and entertainment space. Mm. So that is one thing that we will be focused. Focusing mm-hmm. on uh, the other thing as well is on the partnership front. Uh, mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier on the faith loyalty program. Yeah. Um, so with that, we are constantly in talks with our existing partners um, to see what other campaigns can we jointly roll out to make the entire shopping experience rewarding for their consumers to drive sales for our merchants. Um, in in fact, we are actually we have just concluded the CNY Hot Pals campaign with Google mm-hmm. Pay. 
And so more of such campaigns we can expect to be rolled out this month. Mm. Uh, and the third thing would be new product launches wow. that we have in, mm. the, in the lineup. So without spilling the beans a bit too much, <laughs> uh, what I can share is that in the coming months, uh, mm. we are going to be rolling out uh, installment payment plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is something that we are also leveraging synergies within our um wider organization yeah. within Pine Labs. So we will be rolling out IPP for some of our for some of our merchants. Mm. Uh, and we are also looking at how can we expand um, the distribution of our merchants' offerings into mm. the B2B segment through our sister company Quicksilver. Right. Uh, mm. So just two of the initiatives that mm. I think we will be seeing in the coming months, but a few others in the pipeline um, that I hope to share with you mm. in a not so late in the future. All right, I can imagine you've got your work cut out for you this year. You'll be so busy. Uh, thanks a lot, Haley. That was Haley Pang, head of strategic partnerships at Faith. Uh, once again, thank you very much for joining us on Money FM eighty nine point three.